Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dads on the Rocks podcast. My name is Freddie Moss. This is episode nine of the Dads on the Rocks podcast. This is the first time I've, I'm having a guest on the middle show, which I'm doing from now on. So there's going to be a guest on the first of the month and the 15th of the month. Uh, today's guest is a buddy that I've had since middle school. Uh, unfortunately, we don't see much of each other these days, but the love is certainly still present. Uh, today's guest, my very good friend, Mr. Paul Hendy. Paul, say hi, everybody. Hey, everybody. What's up, Freddie? It's, uh, it's been a little bit. It's been quite a while, actually. I think uh, I can't even remember the last time I saw you. It was when it I th- yeah. was it at Kristen's house? Oh God, yeah, probably I like so. years ago. I, it's weird because I lived in Florida for two years and saw nobody. I know that's wild. I was so excited that you lived down here, and then I never saw you once. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the problem was, you know, normally I would like make this big, like, hey, it's my once a year uh, trek down to Florida, so like people would actually like make time. Uh, and then when I was like living there for two years, people were like, yeah, we'll see him tomorrow. And then like yeah. two years later, I'm like, Hey, I'm moving <laughs> out. And, and honestly, like, as I was moving, people were like, Hey, let's grab a beer. I'm like, I'm, I'm leaving guys. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, that's when the moving truck is coming. Right. <laughs> you could have called three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool to live down in Florida again. And by cool, I mean, uh, it was hell, uh, with, how ungodly hot like how did i flirt with girls back then like in high school yeah like was everyone sweaty was like and i just forgot you know how like you you remember things differently oh yeah but like jesus i'd like go get the mail and i'm like i'm gonna die now like this is like how do people live there um you have to go get the mail with a water bottle and a personal fan yeah, you on like you. Get, you get back in the like kitchen and I'm just like laying on the tile. My wife's like, ah, oh, did you run a few miles? Like, nah, man. Like, <laughs> I got yeah, the bills from terrible. the mailbox. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was a weird time. But yeah, I think we haven't seen each other in God, forever. Um, too long. So I don't think uh, Allie was born yet. So it was, it was over it was probably about four years yeah. ago. Yeah, and that's. It's always hard, right? Anything over a year, you're like, uh, I mean, was that two years ago? And then like someone's like, no, that was, that was yeah, that was like 15 <laughs> years ago. Uh, it's like, ah, damn. Uh, we're doing things a little bit different here today uh, as Paul is not yet a father, not yet a parent, but his lovely wife, Amy, is expecting. So Paul is the dad-to-be. So that's going to be what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Um, how many weeks is Amy now? She is 19 weeks and six days. So uh, it's the size of a mango okay um we are holding i guess you know letting people know the gender i i don't care uh but amy does so gotcha yeah trying to keep that you know i've i've totally slipped several times uh so hopefully i don't as i'm drinking on a podcast uh <laughs> so we're gonna find out whether it's gonna be a Paul or an amy later <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Um, um, I, I almost just told you like, Hey, let's just not talk about the kid too much. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, it's, it's a parenting uh, thing of the show. <laughs> Perfect. Oh man. Uh, well, Paul, as always, we start with uh, a toast. Paul, what are you drinking today? I went to, you know, I'm on a, a work trip, so I couldn't go to my normal place, but I'm trying this, uh, Japanese whiskey called Tenjaku. Uh, it's a pure malt whiskey. And then just in case I hated it, I got a old reliable uh, Basil Hayden's uh, dark rye. So nice. So I might switch to that because this has a very uh, heat flavor. Like a, okay, I don't know. And I'm not a big peat peat person. Gotcha. Myself today, I'm I'm drinking a Lazy River Kentucky Straight Bourbon, one of the birthday gifts that I had got got for my birthday recently. It's pretty good. I like it. It's I, I like to go try something new as much as I can. Uh, and I was happy because this is something that I had never had before. Uh, so it's good. I like it. Like everyone's getting into bourbon and whiskey and all that at like the same time. I don't know if it's like an age thing or if it's a uh, more like a trend thing, but it was like, uh, you know, everyone just starts drinking and then there was that huge IPA phase and, and then that kind of petered out. And now it's like the whiskey phase. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, I don't know if it's just because all the people that are around our age are getting to that age where, we don't just want to have, you know, a bunch of beers or, I mean, I, I like everything. I like, you know, wine, white, and red, but no, you're right. I, I think a lot of uh, people our age are just getting to that age when mm-hmm. we're going to that style of what we want. So. Yeah. You're not like downing a handle of, you know, 
high dollar bourbon, but like, yeah. a, you know, a couple, what are they, a couple fingers or two. Uh, exactly and you're fine uh, yeah it sounds bad you should fix that too <laughs> no uh, no actually i'm glad you brought that up because uh recently i was trying to think of a tagline for the show because i i have started to make shirts and a couple people have ordered them um but my main problem with the shirts as much as i love them is that you don't know that it's a podcast uh just by looking at the logo so i was thinking of a tagline to put uh, on the back of the shirt across the shoulders and i had the great idea of surviving parenthood two fingers at a time <laughs> And your reaction is exactly what everybody else said. Like, are you a fucking moron? You can't put that. <laughs> totally I'm like, it's that. so clever. That is so clever. You have to have a visual aid of like whiskey, you know, like not fin- not a finger. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. people in, people that, you know, drink, they would know. But so I, I decided to go with something else uh, to be announced. But I, I'm still very proud and very upset that I... <laughs> Could not go with that. <laughs> uh, well, you know, if you have any demo shirts, I want that one. Uh, Deal. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Well, anyway, Paul, to you, to the almost dad. Cheers to you, buddy. Cheers, mate. Uh, so anyway, if you haven't already, go and like and follow our Facebook and Instagram pages. We're available on most podcasting apps, so just search the name. Paul, what have you been up to lately? It's We haven't, we haven't I mean... In the past four years, tell me everything that's happened to you in the past four years. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so I, uh, I was sitting at work in Huntsville, Alabama one day, um, and I, I was just like looking through. We have these, uh, I guess, work messages that pop up. Sure. And one popped up, and it was like uh, it's called the degree completion program. And it, and it has all these uh, stipulations, pretty much like no one can do it, but I fit every single one of them. And it was like, you need at least two years uh, of college done. Uh, you have to be this certain rank in the military, uh, like all these things. And, and I was just like, man, I, I have like all of these things I'll put in for it. And uh, yeah, built this package and sent it off and kind of forgot about it. That they were like, uh, hey, uh, you're going to go to South Florida and go to FAU for psychology. And I was just like, oh, this is going to be sick. Because originally I was supposed to go uh, to a different unit and be like in charge of mortars with the grunts. Uh, Which you had done before, hadn't, hadn't you? Uh, I've done mortars, but not with the grunts. It's more with okay. like artillery. It's weird, but gotcha. I would be walking a lot uh, and going to like living in swamps and stuff, which I have mm. done. It's just like, I'm too old for this at this point. I like that we get to say things that our parents used to say, ah, I'm too old for that shit. I'm not doing that. I know. <laughs> yeah, we always say we age like dog years though, like in the military. Like I literally have hearing aids. Uh, I have had two knee surgeries and they're like, yeah, we want to replace your hip. But I'm just like, please, I don't <laughs> want to do this. But you got to get to 20. Uh so anyways, yeah, so I, I went to school, went to FAU for two years. Uh, my wife and I, we moved down to Delray Beach, Florida, which I don't know why I didn't hang out uh, there more often. Uh, growing up in Cooper City, besides the fact that I didn't have a car, but yeah, Delray was, was pretty nice. And then, yeah, I went to school at FAU, got my degree. I interned at a uh, drug rehabilitation center uh, for psych, which was pretty eye-opening. Was that strictly for, for uh, military personnel? Uh, no, it was, it was for everybody. Okay. Um, but they, they put me in charge of the military personnel, not like in charge, but like I, I would run some of their group therapy and just because it's it, the whole point of what I'm doing is to be a kind of liaison between like a normal clinician and then military people. Gotcha. Cause they're having, they're having a, a, a bit of a gap. You know, you have like a guy that shoots a machine gun who has like PTSD, uh, having trouble opening up with you know, a therapist that for all intents and purposes, like very qualified, all this stuff, but th- there's just a bit of a disconnect when right. it comes to uh, everything. So uh, my, my whole gig was to kind of get them to open up and start the process. Is it more so because you've, as opposed to a therapist who like is very qualified, but you have been in the military, you know exactly what their experience was that they can feel that they can relate to you uh, a bit easier is you think that's what helps? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Just, just cause uh, a lot of them are kind of like, you don't understand kind of thing. And then it's hard for somebody to be like, you're right. I don't understand, you know, like, right. uh, if, if for any reason I was, uh, 
you know, with a client and, and it's a, a female she, and she's like, you don't understand what it's like to be a woman. I can't be like, well, you know, actually I do. Like, I, I can't. <laughs> I've read like, books. <laughs> right. So like, it's, uh, it's just something that, you know, it's, uh, it's bound to happen. So that's, again, that's kind of like going to be my scope of practice, hopefully as I continue on in this route, because I'm in grad school right now to get my uh, MSW. So my, my path will be uh, LCSW to be a you know, clinician of some sort. That's awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations, man. Appreciate it, man. I, I finished my BA and I said, I never want to go to school again. <laughs> so I was, I, <laughs> yeah. But the older I get, the more I'm like, I wouldn't mind going back to school. And I, there's absolutely no way with, with the two kids and full-time job and everything. I, there's no way I can do it right now. Right. And that's something I, I definitely want to talk to you about because uh, again, I'm currently in grad school uh, on nights and weekends. And then I hold a full-time job. Plus like mm. it's, I work like, 50 to 60 hours a week. Oh, uh, and then my wife is pregnant and, and I have, okay. I have read like a chapter and a half of what to expect. So like from what I'm reading, it seems pretty easy, this whole parenting thing, but yeah, fuck that. I, book. Pretty much, I pretty much... <laughs> <laughs> and we, we can get into that a little bit. Um, and in, in a little bit when we get into our, uh, like main topics and stuff, cause I can give you a very brief synopsis. And I'm like, uh, I know you listened to my episode with Andre how he was very nervous uh, prior to becoming a parent. And once he did, there's a lot of stuff that people, you know, just don't tell you. And I was very upfront and honest with them. Like, look, man, sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it really sucks, but you get through it. So um, for our first segment, uh, as you know, it's more geared towards the parenting. And I always let my guests choose the topics. As you know, I've already talked to you about that. Uh, So Paul, take it away. What did you want to talk about? Uh, honestly, I forgot. Um, <laughs> well, I do have I, our I notes I, here. If, if you want I, me to, yeah, I know. I knew, like, I know I wrote something down, but again, <laughs> I've been teaching this whole week. So like, I'm just like, uh, um, but I mean, I don't know, like, I guess, uh, I, I was talking to my wife earlier about this and she's like, what are you going to talk about? And I was like, I, I forgot <laughs> as well. And she's like, well, how about you talk about like the before times? Like, like when we, you know, like when we first started kind of talking about it, right. Cause Again, we are starting a little late. I don't, I don't know if there's any of your listeners that uh, <laughs> either know me or maybe they're in the same boat, but like, you know, I'm, I'm 35. Uh, so we're, we're having our first kid. I'll be 36. You know, relatively later, there's been parents that have been older, but is Amy roughly the same age as you? <laughs> yeah. No, no, she's younger. I mean, I know I'm not like 90, but it, it's still, you know, compared to a lot of our peers, sure. uh, I'm starting a little later, but. So I guess it was, it was just interesting to like, have like a very adult conversation of like family planning, right? Yeah. Like, uh, hey, we're going to start, like we have a house. Uh, it's a really nice house. We have very good jobs. Uh, we, we make, you know, X amount of money. Like we, you know, we, we are ready to have children on paper. Now I know everyone's like, you're never ready to have kids. But like my sister had a kid at 16. So mm. like, and they're very healthy and happy people. So I, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but we're, we're as ready as you can be. Right? right. I mean, you're financially stable. You guys are in a fantastic relationship and that's really basically the bread and butter of what it takes to, to raise a family. I mean, as long as you guys have that healthy connection between the two of you and you have the finances to buy diapers, formula, things like that, that's essentially what you need. And I mean, also like your own sense of uh, maturity in yourself, like you, you need to realize that at when, once the baby comes, it's, no longer about you. There's no, no more being selfish. It's about the drought. So, so long as you can kind of understand that you're, you're in fantastic shape. Yeah. And, and I totally respect people that are like, no, I, I don't ever want a kid because, you know, I don't want to just focus on another person, which like, I respect that totally. hundred percent. Like if you like know some people lie to themselves. Yeah. Some people are like, no, I want a kid. And then like they have one and they're like, mm, I don't like this. Oh, well, this was a bad idea. No, I, I absolutely <laughs> yeah. agree. Like if, yeah. if you know that you can't fit those standards and like you can't commit that kind of time, because it's not like, oh, I want to get a puppy and it's going to be like nine, 15 years. It's for the rest of your life. It's not something that ever goes away. But if, if you realize that you don't want that kind of commitment or you can't provide for that child and you said like, nope not for me, like good for you. Like that's, that takes a yeah. lot of maturity in itself to, to make that decision and realization. hundred percent. And like, I, I like how we're 
you know, obviously the world's on fire and everything's terrible, but we are like progressing to a point where uh, you're not socially, uh, I guess, forced into the whole like one dog, one, you know, one spouse, two kids, picket fence. Like yeah. uh, you could live a like a totally different life uh, that's more true to who you are. And it's going to help people's mental health. It'll, you know, it'll help the kids that are here because uh, they're going to be raised by people that actually want to do it sure. uh you know i think uh i think there's a lot of positive things but but kind of bringing it back to the initial i guess topic was just like it was wild to try to have kids i think that's something that people don't talk about where because you know it's like ooh, sex right yeah but like it was way different uh and not I'm not just saying the act but just like the days right of like waiting and like monitoring uh cycles and all sorts of you know you're just like it was just a very weird time that i've never experienced you know like uh the whole trying part because like you know and i've had friends tell me like oh it took us two years that to you know have it have a kid and then yeah. obviously you've heard of like one night stands you know and it making happens it happen like that. so yeah so it was just like oh this is like this is weird this is something people don't talk about and you know obviously with good reason because it's pretty personal but uh, that that was odd. And even know, did, did even you guys even no we 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 are are fantastic lovemakers. We just <laughs> <laughs> in the hot tub. <laughs> uh, no, we we did the same thing. We uh, we decided that we were ready to start trying. We did the uh, the testing with the pee strips and stuff. That was all stuff. I I yep. I, I showed up. Yep. But no, we we monitored uh like the cycles and everything like you said and i thought it was like all right well this is gonna be easy we've been trying not to get pregnant for you know a while so now it's you know it's not so hard and turns out right. like i was i was just in the wrong so uh but it took us i think like two months maybe even three but it was still very easy for us we were fortunate and then for our second child we weren't even trying that just happened so that was a yeah so what's the time in between uh, three and a half years, almost. Uh, well, she was born December 3rd and he was born December 7th. So we're creatures of habit. I I guess you could say. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that weird? What do you like? You you backtrack like, all right, well, what happened in March? Because that's when, that's when my child is due. I can almost pinpoint (laughs) it. It's either St. Patrick's day or our anniversary. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, I have done that to myself and I'm like, all right, I'm November 15th. All right. Let's go back. And I'm like, ah, Valentine's day. Like, ah, Ah." (laughs) and then there are some people that they can't even get pregnant no matter how much they try and try and try. And they have to resort to IVF or things like that. Like same sex couples, they, they can't either. And they have to go with IVF or, uh, which I have both my my sister and we have friends of ours that have, have done the same thing. They just could not get pregnant. Uh, and then yeah. they had to go that way. So I consider us very, very fortunate that we didn't have to go that route. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. And, and, and it was, it was very odd. Like, you know, the, you try uh, quote unquote, and then, you know, the next couple of days you're testing and it's like, and like the, I just remember the first negative test. I was like, "Well, what do you mean negative?" Yeah, what did I do? You know, I've, been, I've been practicing <laughs> for for years. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I know what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> but it, then, you know, the first few times the, the negative test, I was just like, "Well, maybe I, you know, I've I've been places and exposed to, you know, who knows what." Sure. Uh, so I was like, "Ah, may, maybe maybe I can't." And then like, so we we tried for like a month and a half, and. And then all of a sudden, you know, I got the news and, you know, she, my, my wife was uh, adorable about it. I was at work and uh, she texted me and she goes, uh, Hey, I'm just not feeling well. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sad. I'm kind of depressed right now. Now, now she works seven on seven off at the hospital. Right. So her seven on is 12 days or 12 hours Ooh. a day. Yeah. It's brutal. So, uh, and she, she messaged me her first day off, which kind of happens sometimes because she's kind of burnt out she just kept kind of going on and it kind of started getting worse. And I was, I was getting a little nervous, right. Cause she just kept getting, you know, more sad. And then she, uh, I get, you know, I have a ring camera and, uh, it goes off and I look and she's watering the plants and she's like skipping around with a smile on her face. <laughs> and I was like, what the, f- like, what's going on? And then she goes back inside and messages me and she's like, I am really sad. <laughs> 
I was like, oh my God, like she's decided to end it. Like this is, <laughs> you know, she's, she's made the decision. So I, I rush home and I, 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 uh, my commute's like 45 minutes and I get home in like 25. I'm just booking it. And I come home and I open the door and it, the house smells amazing. And she's like singing songs to herself. And I was like, I'm very confused. The hills are alive. And she's like, oh, <laughs> and she's like, oh. hey, uh, she goes, hey, can you go in the laundry room uh, and, and just, you know, help me out? So I open the, you know, the laundry room door and there's two little Miami Dolphins booties. Aww. And I just, yeah, I just sort of stared at it. And my like, you know, stupid thought was like, like, why did she only get two dog shoes? <laughs> you know, like the dog has four feet. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm an idiot. Because then there was also a pregnancy test, which I thought was a thermometer. Because, uh, you know, like my brain just wasn't there. I, you know, you know, when you get like something's right in front of you, and you're like, I'm not piecing this together. Uh, oh, man. So that, yeah, that's how she told me. I was kind of uh, hoping you were going to say, I'm not going to fit into these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like what did you do like you messed these <laughs> these shoes up <laughs> did you shrink my my favorite yeah. Miami dolphins and booties <laughs> they have grown man booties yeah uh so uh did stephanie tell you in like a, a magical way the first time and then like nothing the second time like sort of like like oh it's beautiful and then like the second time she's like eating food and like in between bites and oh we're pregnant like, by the oh, way, by the way. <laughs> we're out of taquitos <laughs> <laughs> um actually she uh did the exact opposite the first time around we were actively trying so she was uh like testing her listamine levels or something like that whatever like when you know that you're ovulating so when she was ovulating you know we would try whatever and then we had to wait a couple weeks then she would take a pregnancy test she, <laughs> she immediately called her best friend, Amy, and told her first, I'm sitting in the family room and she's in the bathroom and she called her best friend to tell her. <laughs> and then she came out, she's like, babe. So I go in and uh, honestly, that was it. That like, that's what I took away from the whole situation. Like you fucking told her first. Yeah. Did Wait, hold on. Did you hear her talking? No, I was, I probably had oh, my gaming headset okay. on or something. That was before children where I could play video games. <laughs> I would have been so worried if you sort of just hear like, hey, uh, Amy, by the way, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, no, he doesn't know yet. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just letting you know, you know, then you're just like sitting outside, like, what the, like, why? I just had to pee. What happened? (laughs) I'm so betrayed and I still have to pee. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is, this is terrible. Oh, man. So the, the second time for Andrew, uh, Allie was, um, almost three and a half. No. Almost two and a half. Sorry. Okay. I was like, man, your math is terrible. No, no, it's my math is never good. Even sober. So, so she made, uh, it was leading up to Easter and she made a, uh, a, an Easter egg hunt for me. She's like, Oh, I got you something like, but it's, it's a surprise. You have to, you have to do the, like the little Easter egg hunt. I'm like, all right, well, what did you get me from like the dollar spot at target? I, I don't know. So she started off with uh, one egg or something like that. It was a clue and then led to another egg somewhere else but it was like a little poem every single time i don't know if she got off like pinterest or she came up with it herself but it was very very nice very clever so the final one was a golden one and now hold on at this point did you kind of know what was happening not even a little bit really so this sort of stuff i'm like where's my ninja turtle like i (laughs) (laughs) Like, like you open it up it's like yeah, uh, you still haven't gotten me my taquitos. Uh, <laughs> two and a half years. <laughs> and it's also like 8.30 in the morning. Like, Allie's in the backyard with us. Like, we're, I don't know. We're, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm, Yeah, I'm I was going to say, your, your brain must have been just like, wait, what is happening? Is, is this for the kid? Am I the kid right now? <laughs> um, but she'll, she, the last one was a golden egg, and I opened it up. Like, like each, each one was a poem or something on where to find the next the next clue. And the last one, uh, I hope I never forget my, I have a terrible memory, but I, I don't think I'll forget this. Uh, something, 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 something. <laughs> okay. Not, okay. I'll forget that part. It's our, that part's already gone. I want, but... I want that to be your opener <laughs> for the next, like, I hope I never forget <laughs> this. And then just be like, so I don't forget it now, but it's something, 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 something or other. <laughs> but the last line was uh, player number four has entered the game. Like very like appropriate for me, 
And I'm like, I don't fucking get it. What are you talking? Oh my god. And then like it and then it hit me like just as soon as I looked up and I like saw her face, I'm like, Are you pregnant? She goes, Yeah. She's like, I was so scared to tell you. I'm like, fucking why? This is great. That's not (laughs) how I took it at all. She's gonna she's gonna listen to this. You're like, that's not how it was, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you started crying. (laughs) No, but it was she it would have been funny if she's like uh you know, you started something, something, something. I, I forgot, you know. Uh, no, that's really adorable, though. That's, yeah. uh, you know, I think that's that's a, a, a something we can never do, right? Yeah. As like a guy, we can never be like, hey, by the way, you're pregnant. <laughs> like, like, we can never. Uh, How did kinda... you get my pee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never mind. I don't want to know. Is she, um, has she, is she having any, um, like, food aversions or anything like that? Um, no, uh, I mean, just not, not a lot of sweet food. She, she hasn't like craved any desserts. Um, yeah, it's funny cause she has like crazy indigestion. So everyone's like, Oh, it's a girl. But then she also doesn't want sweets. So everyone's like, it's a boy. And, and then it's, you know, obviously I'm sure, you know, as a parent, like everything's bullshit. Nobody knows. Yeah, exactly. I was going to uh, say like, especially we... with all these like old wives tales, you Yeah, know? like everybody's different like oh she's carrying so high it's got to be a boy like motherfucker what what do you know (laughs) yeah yeah like you didn't even pass high school what are are you (laughs) telling me anything for i I, the the positive and negative side of this whole kind of having a kid late in life is all of my very close friends are very honest with me yeah so it's almost a little too honest so like i'm going into this thing with like not a lot of, uh, you know, upside, I guess, like in, in terms of like, it, it's going to be hell and you're not going to sleep. And, you know, so it's, it's almost like I'm going in on this, like, have you ever gone in on a movie uh, that everyone says is terrible, but you just, you need to watch it anyways. And then you watch it and you're like, man, that was great. Yeah. You're, you're starting with so, such low expectations that right. it can only go up from here. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say like, I have low expectations of being a parent. I'm just, my expectations are like, I'm not going to get any sleep. It's going to be terrible. I'm not going to eat, you know, like it's going to be hell on earth. So I, 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 I kind of like where I am in terms of mentally where, you know, I, I, I like having the low expectations and then, you know, getting a cookie and it's like, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you know, I'm on fire, but I got a cookie. I'm, I'm going to give uh I'm going to give you the, the very basic rundown of what it's going to be at the beginning, at least at the very beginning, you guys are going to be in the hospital. You're going to have a lot of help with the nurses prior to the baby coming, learning how to change a diaper. I mean, it's, it sounds silly. And if you already know, great, but like the things I would recommend to anybody that doesn't know shit about what they're about to get into, at least about, at least in the very beginning. afterwards, yeah. it doesn't know shit about shit. <laughs> I don't know shit about fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, like in terms of diapers. Yeah. Learning how to change a diaper and when to, honestly, there's like different feels and like how to smells and things like that. It's, it's kind of gross, but it's, it's very necessary. Really? You said feels and smells. Yeah. Like, so, so if you feel the diaper and it's feels very full compared to like a very dry diaper, um, he may not have, he or she may not have poop and the boys and girls I think are different. I feel like Allie, like when she had a big pee diaper, it was all at the back. And now Andrew, I'm still learning all his pee is all at the front. So it's, it's kind of different. And if there's like, like at least a little bit of poop, you have to change them because it, if you don't, it becomes a rash. Like, Oh, it's, you know, it, it's only a little bit of poop. There's no pee in there. We'll just wait till the next one. No. When, when does, I hate to cut you off, but when does what you're saying not sound terrible? Oh, it's always going to sound terrible. No, no, no. What I'm saying is when you get desensitized, because it, it also seems like every parent I know, they're like, yeah, you know, there's like, they just, they, they talk about uh, these bodily fluids, like it's, like it's coffee creamer. And I'm, and every non-parent is very is they're just like uh we don't talk about that in real life uh, so like, no no you're absolutely right um you know what i'm saying like as you're talking i'm like uh, you're gonna have to uh, edit this out because nobody wants to hear about it but i'm sure everyone that has kids they're probably like yeah no, no like everything Freddie's absolutely... saying you go <laughs> like, like what's wrong with this guy the biggest thing is like you have to realize that you're responsible for the child and there's nobody else is going to do it. You and Amy, there's only you guys are going to do it. So it's up to you. So you are going to get accustomed to it and comfortable with it immediately. Yeah. I, 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 I can only imagine how many like 
like, you know, with certain things, you kind of go primitive. Yeah. You know, like, I can only imagine, like, you open up a, a, a poopy diaper and, like, show it to somebody that knows what's going on. Like, this good? And they're like, yes, this good. You're like, okay, good. <laughs> you know, like, because that's all we're doing as people. Like, it's, it's just like, you know, you, you don't know. Like, I, I'm not going to Google baby poop. <laughs> Like, I don't want one. I don't want that on my phone. Like the FBI agent's going to be like, uh, okay. So definitely how to, and when to change a diaper, mm-hmm. how to properly hold a baby. Uh, because when you first see the child, you want to hold them, but you're also terrified and you don't exactly know what to do. Just the proper points of where to like, not let their head roll or anything like that. Right. And like, now I'm so good at it that like, I'm feeding my son, like, like right before bed, I'm feeding him. Like his head goes from my left, the crook of, of my left arm to the, my, the palm of my right hand. So I like, I do this like helicopter spin move of getting him down so I can lay him down. But when they're very, very, very small, it's, it's different. Like I, he can, he can be thrown around a little bit. Not that I'm like power bombing on the bed or anything, not yet. Uh, but I'm so looking forward to power bombing my son in like three years. I'm, I cannot right. wait. What about your daughter, man? You're not, you're tr- treat, you're gonna treat her different. Oh, she she does. She likes to do it, but um, you still have to be super careful, especially with their neck. Mm. But she likes to what we call play Spider Man. When after I get her in her pajamas and she's standing on my bed, um, I pick her up and I like take her to the wall and I have her like climb up the wall and then I like uh, swing like her hold legs her back, kind of. Yeah, and I, like I swing mm. her legs back and forth and I just kind of like throw her carefully on the bed. Mm. And she's laughing and she loves it. And we do like different superheroes. She's like, let's do the Hulk. And I'm like, all right, well, what the fuck does the Hulk do? And I just yeah. like pick her up and like I throw her down and say Hulk smash. She doesn't even yeah. like, she has no idea what this character says or does. Right. But yeah, there, there's, yeah, there's just enough like, you know, cereal boxes that yeah. like, like advertisements in her world. She's like, all right, I know the Hulk is something. Can I tell you that now that she is old enough to like, see and understand what's going on in commercials she will say daddy can i have that and i do what my mother always did to me was sure darling whatever you want and i never asked for it again or i would ask for it and i would never like see it in the store and say you promised me this like just that it's okay like i can have that at some point was enough but she'll see different cereals and say daddy can i have that cereal and then she'll see it in Publix. And she's like, Daddy, look, Lucky Charms. And I'm like, yeah, we saw that. Do you want me to get you Lucky Charms? Yeah. And then I took it home and she fucking hated it. So I took it to work and I had to eat it. And now I'm addicted to Lucky Charms in the morning. I was going to say, like, have you ever eaten Lucky Charms? They're addicting. Like, I have, I, I don't eat cereal. I can't eat cereal. Uh, I, I literally drink like three cups of coffee for breakfast. That, that is my breakfast. But when I do eat cereal, I can't stop. I get like a mixing bowl and I'm just like, well, this is, this is what today is. Wait, do you eat cereal with milk or without milk? What? With milk? Who, who eats cereal without milk, Freddie? Me. I cannot. That's, that's why you don't deserve hair. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> why am I even on this podcast? That's terrible. Oh, what do you like mix blue cheese into it too? You fucking weirdo. Completely dry. What, like when I was younger, like with a cup of milk, sure, but it never, it like, I don't like the sogginess. I like the crunchiness. Well, you gotta eat it fast. No, I don't know. I've, I'm, I'm busy. I'm watching Ninja Turtles on the TV. This is yesterday, not when I was three. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I just, I got so accustomed to just eating dry cereal, drinking my glass of milk. Stephanie is not like this. She likes the, the milk and the cereal. Allie is not like this. She likes the milk and the cereal. I wish you didn't say it like that. The, the the milk and the cereal like no you mean cereal the normal way like you, you're saying it weird to make it sound not normal i mean to each his own everybody i've always been right. a big fan of everybody has their own tongue everybody likes different things you're entitled okay. to, your, to your own opinion when it comes to food and things like that i i totally agree and i was just messing with you before but it, isn't it weird the um the difference now in milk like how we perceive milk like, I remember growing up as a kid, it was like, oh, you got to drink milk if you want bones. <laughs> like, if you don't drink milk, you're going to have no bones. Just milk in general. It's a weird concept, right? Like, 
every, everyone always talks about like, like, Oh, who's the first guy to like find out tobacco is smokable. Like yeah. who's the first weirdo to find out milk is drinkable. <laughs> That's a little odd. I'm, uh, I'm going to be that guy that I put my mouth on everybody's udders until <laughs> I find something good to drink. Yeah. Like thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Creepy Anna Jones. Like you get, the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get back to the shed. Hey, don't try bowl milk, but this cow milk's <laughs> delicious. I, uh, to be fair, I don't drink milk at all anymore. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> My bones, they're so brittle. Right. Your skull can barely hold. Like, that's why. I don't know if you've seen. My but, headphones uh, have, have just sunk it into my... <laughs> that's yeah. why I can't do math. <laughs> like, so what I'd like to ask you is, like, what are some, like, things that... Because uh, I know you and... Uh, I want to say it was Andre or maybe it was Arian talked about those socks. It was the thing that you put. It's a sock that you put on the baby and it monitors are like their oxygen levels and things like that. But what what are some things that you use? Because you've had two kids now. What are some things that you're like, like, I guess some like some hidden heroes of uh, like dadhood of like, oh, you can never like I've heard the thing like you can never have uh, too many uh, onesies, right? Like. What are some like little hidden things that it's like, oh, you got to get these nipples or you know, whatever. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll go through the list really quickly. Absolutely. Onesies, burp cloths, uh, muslin blankets. What's a, birth cl- what's a burp cloth? Is that where they throw up on your Yeah. It, it's like when you're uh, um, feeding the baby yep. um, the bottle and you have it like under their chin. So if they spit up or whatever, it goes onto the burp cloth and on your clothes. And you have to burp them every feeding, right? Obviously. Yes. Right? You have to burp them on every I feeding. Say ob- I say obviously, I don't mean that. Like, no, 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 no. I, I still have 20 weeks to learn this, guys. So whoever's listening, don't be like, oh my God. This you know what? I, kill a kid. I absolutely love this. And I feel like we could almost do a secondary show when it comes to like breaking it down thing by thing. There's so many things that are now very commonplace to me that are very foreign to somebody like you who's not a parent yet, but you're, you're there. Mm-hmm. so onesies burp cloths muslins uh the blankets my three and a half year old she still sleeps with her her blankets she's had them since she was born they're basically just what do you mean muslin like cheesecloth muslin it's a. Uh, I don't know no, I think, I, i'm not saying muslim i'm saying muslim. i said muslim for like two years so i wanted to make okay. it very clear <laughs> so i didn't give misinformation <laughs> But it's like cheesecloth, right? Is that um, my, my way off? I don't know what a cheesecloth is. <laughs> I cook too much. Am I going to not cook anymore? <laughs> I, I just No, it's not your fault. I just don't cook enough. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, it's like a just type of material. Uh, it's like a very soft blanket for them. Uh, okay. You wrap them up and you can, uh, what, what are, what's the term? Um, swaddle them and they can, it can be their blanket. Pacifiers and... I'm a big fan of the pacifier strap, so you can like strap it to them, like with the clip, right? Yeah, with the clip. Arian said, "I I can't remember the the brand, but the thing to monitor their, their oxygen level so that you know if something's going going wrong with them, and it gives you an alert. Some kind of audio baby monitor, and also some kind of video one. So we've we've had a lot of fun mm-hmm. talking about." other stuff, parenting stuff, catching up and other stories. I don't know how I'm going to mix all of this together. I don't think I'm even going to try. I think I'm going to let it flow. Uh, but I do want to get into um, the non-parenting topic is what I like to call yep. it. I'll let, I'll let you take yeah. it from here. One really cool thing that I've learned uh, in what I do now, which is like kind of behavioral health thing is I think everybody should do couples counseling like three times in a row even if you have an awesome marriage, I really like highly believe that my wife and I, we kind of use it almost as like how people use massages, you know, we're like, you don't need a massage. No one needs a fucking massage. Right. Even if you say you do, you, you fucking don't need a massage. Right. Like evolutionary, like, like we've never, we didn't get to this point. Being no, like, you need to right, relax. Need... That's, that's all. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I really, I really feel like every couple should go to couples therapy, like once every like two to three years, even if you're doing well, uh, just to make sure that like resentment uh, doesn't happen. Cause I think resentment is like the cancer of all relationships. Um, so I know that that's probably kind of 
pivoting to something a little heavy um, and maybe it sounds dark, but like I, the whole stigma of therapy, I think is, is pretty bad. Uh, and everyone thinks that you have to go when things are bad. And I would suggest just a little hint, maybe doing it when things are fine. That, that's just like a, a little thing, but then also just like coping skills, like for individuals, get hobbies. I know for parents, a lot of times what, what we see where I work, people kind of lose their individual self. And I know something you even mentioned, you, you, like you're kind of like proud of the fact where it's like, yep, it's all about the kid now. And it's just like, you kind of lose who Freddie is, right? Like yeah. You kind of talk about how you're a father and then you talk about how you're a husband and then you talk about your job and you talk like you have all these labels, but like, I know Freddie, mm-hmm. like, like you used to do poetry, like, like, and smoke incense, you know, <laughs> like. I know who you are, Freddie. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's but kind like, of it's kind of strange. Like, no, you're you're absolutely right. Like, once you've become a, a parent, you are a parent. You you unfortunately have to sacrifice a bit of yourself, but that doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice all of yourself. Um, right. You still need to maintain, like, and that's that's what this entire section aims to to talk about is that you need to maintain that that something of yourself. And, and hold on to it. Don't let that fade away to keep yourself you because your wife or your partner, whomever married you. So you don't want to let that fade away. Exactly. I think that could have been said even better. Like, like that was, that's exactly what it is. Like you, you became one with your partner. I got it. But that's a different thing. You and your partner are a different thing than what you are. Right. Just like how, how you are with your parents and your siblings, right? Everyone has different relationships, but don't forget the time before our phones and before all that time. Like we used to sit in our rooms by ourselves and yeah. kind of just stare at the fucking wall, but you really like learned a lot about yourself. Um, so something that like, obviously I was way more sober when I started writing these topics, but like, you know, a lot of our actions are based on habit. So like, start making habits that you want to influence your actions. Whereas like a lot of people are always talking about like, I need time for the gym. I need time to work out, but I don't have any time. Like if you've ever ran a mile, it's not that long. Like it doesn't take very long. Like, you know, it's between like eight to, even if you're very, if you're like walking like eight to 15 minutes, Yeah. like that's not a long time. I've, I'm sure you have sat on your phone for like, quadruple the amount of time and been like oh my god i went to a wikipedia rabbit hole on where sean penn goes to high school (laughs) like why did you do that but you know it's a habit so it takes 21 times in a row to 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 start developing a habit so uh i know that's a little ridiculous to like just come out with a number but i swear to god i have studies and like peer-reviewed stuff and no and i've I've seen that too it's absolutely true You, you need you need that routine of doing the same thing to where you can continue on with it. And I don't know the numbers. I, I didn't, I didn't look it up, but I, I believe you. Cause that, that, you know, that sounds legitimate. So I'll, I'll go funny along. If you it. Didn't. it would be funny if you were like, you know what? That's a load of shit. <laughs> um, but I think everyone's gone through those phases of their life where they start being more active and then they start realizing that other stuff changes too. Right. Like you become more active and then you start eating healthier. Uh, not like on purpose, like it just sort of happens. Mm-hmm. And then you start to notice like you have a better attitude about the day. And like there's all like there's all these things that happen. But it's funny how quickly we sort of forget about that and, and get comfortable. And then it's funny we say get comfortable, but then we start becoming uncomfortable the more comfortable we get, if yeah. that makes any sense. Like no, it does. you start it does. eating, you start eating bad, you stop working on your physical fitness, uh, you start, you know, worst habits. Uh so that's just something like just I guess not non-parenting. T- topic is like coping skills and, and better habits. I would also say international traveling. I know COVID's destroying all of these things, but um, <laughs> if you are going to travel, why literally, why do you spend money to go to places like New York City and Chicago when you can spend even less money to go to like Poland or Croatia or like Scotland? Just, just go, but don't go to like the biggest city. Like the last trip we went on was to Bydgoszcz, Poland, which is like the sixth largest city in Poland. So one, there's no tourists. Two, everybody 
wants to talk to you, right? Because everyone's like, why are you here? We're like, we're not like a tourist. It's a, it's a nice city. Like if you went to the sixth largest city in America, I'm sure it's like, I don't know, Chicago or something. Yeah, I mean, America is different. Like America is like right. 50 different countries all rolled into one. So if, yeah. if you pick like one of those states and do like the sixth largest city there, like mm-hmm. like Florida, for example, like Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Key West, Tampa, Jacksonville, Gainesville, St. Augustine, go to like St. Augustine. Right. And like, like if somebody from it's still, it from wouldn't Poland be would weird. Say, yeah, exactly. Right. It wouldn't be weird if someone from Poland stopped there. But if you went to like, I don't know, Mississippi, and then you went to like the sixth largest city in Mississippi and you were, let's just say less than know, white. From, <laughs> well, from any, <laughs> that's funny. Cause I wasn't to be like, if you're from Poland and then you're like less than white, I'm like, well, they're the whitest people ever. Uh, <laughs> No, I swear to God, Amy was like the only Asian person within like a thousand miles. Like people literally stopped and were like <laughs> saying words. And I'm like, I know what they're saying. Uh, not like in a mean way, just more of like confused. But uh, but either way, like we like I've done this a few times where you just go to like a smaller city in a country that's not like, you know, Paris. Like, yeah, got it. Cool. Like go like go to Paris when you're 20. So you think you're like cool. Yeah. Like when you're, when you're 35, go somewhere neat, like go to like the second largest city in Croatia, go to like Lithuania or like, uh, I went to Uganda. That was crazy. Like just, just go to different places. Um, and just be cool. I would also say is like, go to the bars that the locals go to and just don't like mean to talk to people. People will just naturally come to you. Yeah. Um, and just have a good time. Um, another thing I put on here were, uh, were movies. I don't see a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. So when I do, I get like whatever movie I see is normally the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> does that make sense? Like It does. And I say that because I rarely watch a movie and say, well, this is trash. Like I will watch a movie and lately b- because of the, the such a heavy influx of movies, that it's mm-hmm. it's nothing special, but I will still get some kind of enjoyment out of it. I loved what you uh, I loved what you talked about with uh, the Mortal Kombat movie. I I agree every like with everything you said. Where mm-hmm. like I'm going into this movie, I'm not expecting uh, Gone with the Wind. Like I'm going into Mortal Kombat to watch a specific thing. It's going to be an action packed, gory movie on a fighting game. Yeah, like, you're not expecting to get like blown away and like oh my god this is like reading 1984 man like yeah like i feel like a lot of like critics and just people in general that are critical like just love it for what it is yeah you know mortal Kombat was a great movie for what it was like i'm not you know like it's it's almost like that whole einstein thing like if you judge a fish to climb a tree it's going to be stupid yeah it was a, a lot of fun. Now let me uh, let me make somebody uh, mad here. I'm gonna say an over, an overrated movie. So you know a terrible movie. Inception. I thought Inception was terrible. Now okay. here's why. I thought Inception was like watching Chris Angel watch himself. I hate. I thought Inception like the whole time was Chris Angel giving himself the weird eyebrow of like, <laughs> mm. and like, and then everyone else is like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I just hated it. I, I thought the whole thing was terrible. Um, badly. I came into the movie waiting, like wanting to be blown away. Cause everyone was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. So maybe my expectations were too high, but like I watched it and like at the end, I was like, okay, I get it. And then I, I left and I was like, I didn't really like it. And people were like, oh, you don't get it. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I understood. I get it. This is not my thing. I just, I just didn't like it. I thought it was bad. And they were <laughs> like, well, if you thought it was bad, then you didn't get it. And it's like, did they weird. immediately cu- accuse you of like being like a hipster when it comes to like film? Like, oh, you didn't like it because everybody loves it. No, but I, I don't want to be that guy because again, I'm a guy that likes Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah so weird like i i think you could, i think there's a place in between like liking donnie darko mm-hmm. but also hating inception um 
what was your overrated underrated movies or shows i guess okay i have an underrated tv show and a movie if you'd permit me i love it i mean it's your show so i allow it uh tv show the leftovers oh i wanted to watch it and i didn't and i think that's probably how a lot of point <laughs> the leftovers was done by damon lindelof it was the show that he did uh after doing the show lost the leftovers which if you don't know two percent of the world's population disappears so people think it's the rapture and there's the whole religious connotation but the show itself the first season is fantastic he david damon lindelof also did the hbo series for the watchman oh my god great great series love that series it was i i absolutely love the watchman it was very different from the leftovers but you can see where the director's uh flavor comes from but i think that the leftovers is maybe it was excuse me maybe it was uh widely accepted back then but it was something that still is in my top three shows of all time i really yeah it's did it did it end well um i think it ended appropriately okay but it's still not have you seen the sopranos no i know how how it ends but i have never seen the sopranos that there's that's they're the worst that's the worst combination of things I'd rather you've been like, yes, it's amazing. I don't know how it ends. <laughs> there, there could be a whole list, an, an entire episode of me talking right. to people shitting on me for not having seen classic TV and film. <laughs> right. I just saw Indiana Jones for the first time two weeks ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Amazing to live in the world you live in. <laughs> what like, kind of magical universe do I live it's in? It's so confusing. <laughs> like learning how to eat lucky charms with the milk <laughs> you psycho <laughs> god i'm questioning everything that is everything about me <laughs> Ooh. okay so Weird. so the leftovers is um probably it is certainly in, in my top three shows of all time my number one show of all time that i do not think gets the credit it deserves is Mr. Robot. Oh, I love Mr. Robot. And I'm so glad that Gosh. you did. And I know that it does get ah. a lot of credit. Yeah. It seems like it gets a lot of credit. I agree, but I don't think that people can uh, people appreciate it, or at least enough people appreciate it for for how it is done uh, cinematically, cin- cinematographically. That's not a word. That was one of those shows that like I showed Amy, and she was like, that's eh, okay. And I was like, you know like have you ever had a show that you really like and then you show it to stephanie and she's like nah, i don't like it and you're like this is my life no i don't show her stuff <laughs> <laughs> no you traditionally like i i know stephanie very well like i i know that if i if i'm going to show her something i know if she'll like it or not and and i'm not right all the time but well, see, I, I think that's why you should show them everything, like show your partner everything is you're not right all the time. You never know when they're going to surprise you. That's true. Um, she has loved everything in the Marvel Universe. And if I if I watch nothing else with my wife, that's all that I want to, because that's my favorite thing. And she's loved everything about it. So and we can connect yeah. with everything. And that's really that's all that's all I, I want. That's my favorite thing to talk about is the MCU stuff. So I loved Loki. Mm-hmm. I loved um uh, WandaVision. I saw a few episodes of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yep. Yep. Uh, it didn't catch me. Okay. That Falcon Winter uh, Soldier took a very, um, very strong social issue stance kind of thing, but they did it in a very. I don't think I saw that part. I, I there's just nothing about Captain America in general, and I know it's it's obviously not about specifically Captain America, but like that whole, hey, you have your powers from a drug. And it's all about motivation or whatever. Like, I just, none of that gets to me. Okay. Um, I don't know. It, it, but again, that's personally just me. Um, and I'm not going to shit on anybody for, for having different tastes and opinions. Everybody's different. Right. I know what I like, and I like to share what I like with different people. I absolutely love everything that Marvel has done since Iron Man 1. There's been a couple things that I, I don't like as much. 
Okay, gun to your gun to your head, be a critic on something. Mar- like oh well, no, like, I can I can easily be a critic on uh it easy on Thor the Dark World, uh Thor to, Thor two the Dark World not good. Gotcha. But is is that I, I don't know enough. Is that like a normal thing to hate on? That one tradition like hate on hate on hate on something, something that that, that people like, don't yeah, that people that, like okay yeah okay that's that's a little bit tougher. Right, because I know you're a fanboy. It's it's kind of like it. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. So like it's 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 like hey hate on <laughs> you know Tua. I'd be like oh. <laughs> all right. I'll I'll tell you what. I'll hate on something MCU if you hate on something uh, Miami Dolphins. Ugh. <laughs> all right, so we're moving on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so I'll I'll start since I see you literally racking your brain. So like I don't like how the Miami Dolphins um they don't think they're there yet so they they're kind of still pretending like they're rebuilding so like they're they're still kind of like give like okay well you're too good we're going to send you off for more picks and like like it's time to just you know throw the money in hey we're going in uh, I think it's it's difficult for a team to uh to just kind of like say okay we're all in let's go because that's how to, that's how coaches get fired, but it's also how coaches become like big coaches, like yeah, like big time, big time names. So. I'm not a huge sports fan, yeah. sports fan rather. I love to play baseball. Um, I don't, I don't get the the celebrity status of a lot of um, professional athletes as much as I respect I tell, the game. I, yeah, and that's that's yeah. my biggest problem is is that uh, is that. So I find it hard to watch the game. And no matter what it is and find right. enjoyment out of it. I, I totally get it. I, I never really liked NFL football until I left Florida mm-hmm. and it became more of like the one thing to keep me like, Oh yeah. My friends live in Miami. Like the, the dolphin stadium is like 15 minutes away from Cooper city. Yeah. Or, you know, it's, it's close enough to where like, I know people that have season tickets that live in like Cooper city. Sure. So like, and then I, I, I kind of followed them, but I never, even in high school, I didn't, I did not care about the Dolphins. And then I, I weird story. I was in Fallujah, and there was a rant, like I was walking with my rifle, and this random person with like a news media flak jacket was like, "Hey, is anyone here from Florida and like the Miami Dolphins?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I, I do." And they interviewed me and they were like, where are you from? Uh, you know, basic stuff. And they said, you know, hey, say, uh, go Miami or whatever. So it's like, hey, my name is uh, Paul Hendy. I'm from Cooper City, Florida. Uh, go Dolphins. And they played it on the Jumbotron and they gave my parents like season tickets. What? And they play- yeah, they played it like every game. And so I had a bunch of people like, and this is showing my age but on like my space they were like hey we saw you at the game and like you can still google it like today just be like get the fuck Paul out Hen- yeah can i find this Paul on youtube Hen- right now it's not on youtube it's on like uh you know like department of defense you can just be like paul hendy cooper city florida united states marines or whatever the fuck like i'm act- and like please keep talking but i'm actively yeah, googling this right now it's like the first thing that pops up it's my stupid face and you'll see me just like confused and just be like i'm in fallujah like oh my name's sergeant paul handy <laughs> and from cooper city. like i just say like for friends and family cooper city <laughs> like, you know it, it's it's just really goofy do you see it do you see like the thumbnail oh i'm gonna play it right now oh <laughs> posted june 8 2008 oh okay all right you ready everybody oh, like say hi to my family in Cooper City, Florida. Go Dolphins! <laughs> I played it like your parents, a thousand your times. Parents got season tickets from that. And you know what happened? They never went to one game because they thought it was a. They thought it was. They thought it was a scam, and they and they even sent them like letters. Like the Dolphins were like, no, 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 this is legit. And then my parents were like, nah, this is a scam. <laughs> so they never fucking went. To anybody listening, please search this. Uh, Paul Hendy, H-E-N-D-E-E, Miami Dolphins. And it'll be the first thing that comes up. And Paul is 
such a handsome devil in this in his uh in his fatigues and everything how do i look now Jesus. you're in fallujah yeah you look like shit but this this handsome devil <laughs> yeah speaking of which guys the habit of running all the time is really good yeah uh jesus oh goodness gracious <laughs> I only brought that up just because of football again. So I, anyways, I didn't care about the dolphins really until then. And then they started like contacting me and like, Hey, we're sending tickets to your parents. And then all my friends were like, Hey, like, and then I became like a hardcore dolphins fan. Uh, Whereas before I didn't really, I didn't care. Like I played football, but I didn't care about football. If that makes sense. Like I played baseball. I never watched a game. Yeah. They're boring as hell. Like I played soccer. Who who knows about soccer? Like, yeah, you know, like I think everyone played a lot of sports and didn't really follow it. So, um, but yeah, that's the only reason why I'm a big, I'm a big Dolphins fan. So that's it, everybody. Thank you all so much uh, for listening to the show tonight. Thank you very much to Paul as my guest tonight. Uh, Paul, as I do with every other uh, guest, do you have any last words for our listeners tonight? No, be nice to everybody. Be nice to everybody. I like that. Even if they're a dick. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to say that last part, but like, yeah, just it, it sort of, you know, implies that uh, even if they're a dick, even if they're ugly, even if, uh, you know, they don't have any hair. Ah, you know. dick. <laughs> oh, I thought we were. Oh. oh, shit. Should I start now? Okay, now I'll be nice to everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I love you. You ready? <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, Daddy. Good night, baby.